trying to research and see what's been going on with that, but uh, I don't know what the problem is. So I've got some guinea pigs with me today. They've been helping <laughs> helping me test out my microphone. Unfortunately for them, but uh, hopefully we got the uh, the sound right this time. And joining me today, I have the two A guys and gear guys, <laughs> Sean and Brian. What's up, guys? first one was Sean, and the second one was Brian, so get used to their voices. Uh, these guys have a very cool YouTube channel, and I uh, met them at the Big 3 East this year. Had a blast down there. Wanted yeah. to uh, get these guys on and uh, let them tell you about their YouTube channel, a little bit more about them, who they are, and what they're all about. So we'll do that here in just a little bit. Uh, want to thank everybody that was on the show last week, Joe, Charlie, Zach, over at Axis Defense. These guys were awesome. Enjoyed the, the interview that we did with them and looking forward to hanging with them at the NRA coming up. Are you guys headed to the NRA? We are. Yeah, we are. And uh, can't wait. This will be our third year going. Cool. And are you guys staying the whole time or what, what are you doing? I think that's what they're doing is three days there. So you're, you're staying the whole time? So, yeah, correct, yes. Cool. Yep. Now, are you guys, are you just uh, getting appointments and everything set beforehand, or are you just going fly by the seat of your pants? Well, we generally fly by the seat of our pants on everything, so uh, this show will be no different. Ah, we'll get along great. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's usually what I do, too. We got uh, we got one thing lined up, but uh, that's before the show, so we're uh, – yeah, we don't have anything lined up for the show except a, a video with you. Oh, okay. I'm going to do a video with you? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I might need to get my hair cut before then, huh? Yeah, that'll work. <laughs> <laughs> now, in case you guys don't know, I'm growing my hair out again for the Hawks Locks for Kids, and I'm about, what, seven, eight inches into it? Awesome. Good I'm asking deal. Pepper over here. She's she's just shaking her head. She's over it by now. <laughs> She was uh, helping us earlier with our, our with our audio, so if it sucks this week, you can blame Pepper. Thank you, Pepper. You can leave now. All right, so um, NRA Louisville this year uh, coming up towards the end of the month. Uh, what are the dates on that, guys? They are, I believe it's 18th, 19th, and 20th, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Yes. Yeah, I think that's right. Is that right? Now, I just got my credentials from them. Ago, two weeks ago, I was sweating. Yeah, was that the email? Yeah, the email that says yeah. you've been confirmed. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We got ours too, and I was the same boat. I was kind of sweating, and I was like, "Well, I guess we're still legit, right?" So we got the email, and it's like, "Good to go." <laughs> That's the way I am every year. It's like I never know if I'm legit or not. It's like maybe, maybe they found me out, and uh, they realize I'm, I'm not legit. Yeah, yeah like. Big squeezies in here with me. Oh, okay. The first time we went in, when we were standing in line, we were uh, we were like, "Wow, do we even belong in here?" Or they got the right guy. <laughs> <laughs> we were the same way, man. That was that was actually our first big event that we went to, just to to legitimize what we do. You know, we're like, we're gonna go to the NRA. If we're gonna do this, let's just see how legitimate we are. So 
that was kind of our testing ground with our first generation. The one, I mean, I guess it was about four years ago we moved in here. Our first one. So we've been doing this close to about the same time. Yeah. We got into about. it right. We start our first show we released right after Sandy Hook happened. Of all okay. things. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you couldn't ask for a worse timing. Or maybe it was a good timing. I don't know. I think it was after our first show, which was about four years ago, is when we decided to start the channel. Yeah. So your first show. Were you guys podcasting? Or uh, your first uh, first, first generation? Video, sorry, first video. Oh, I got yeah, you. Yeah, we, we, um, we didn't do any video in the first show we went to. We just went to go. to that here in just a little bit and get more detail about how you guys got into this and all the cool things that you guys are doing. But first, we want to go ahead and bring in that jack wagon train, Gunny. Hey, Ralph, Semper Fi, do or die, hold them high at 8th and I. It is time for the Talking Lead Jack Wagon of the Week, so brace yourself, baby. say airsoft and pellet guns or okay, so are they just saying was. imitation guns and leaving it broad because then that could be nerf guns and exactly and, and that's how maryland rolls water they, guns? Uh, they, they have a lot of gray areas so um so it, it was not specified as far as i know that it was airsoft and pellet guns but that's what's implied so um this bill bill failed once already so i guess they couldn't accept defeat and so they're trying to run it through again that's so ridiculous. we'll see what happens. Oh my gosh! Yeah. So, and, and it's just you know what's ridiculous is I, I guess the way to prevent this whole thing, and I guess what started. Let me back up a little bit. Was it's for the children, of course. So oh yeah, everything's have, for the children. <laughs> Hide behind the so little. Apparently ones. Some, uh, so apparently some. So apparently some teenager, I guess early teenager. I don't know how old they were. They pointed a gun at a cop, a fake gun at a cop, airsoft gun, pellet uh, gun, whatever it was, and they were shot. So. Um, yeah. Which in was my, my mind, jack wagon right last week, you know. Mm -hmm. The same situation just happened uh, just a few days ago in, where was it? Uh, I can't remember the state, but something similar just happened, and that was when they made the jack wagon train last week. Yeah, and exactly. And I'll tell you, the easiest thing is don't point a fake gun or any gun at the police and you won't get shot. Yeah, exactly. So. That was, that's what we were saying. <laughs> it's like, look, don't run from the cops. But if you're going right. to run from the cops... Don't pull out a gun. Don't pull out a fake gun. Don't pull out a don't even act like you're going to do them any harm. If you're going to run, run. <laughs> yep. It's crazy. So, so they got my jack wagon vote. Yeah, absolutely. That's a good one. That's in Maryland. You're throwing your hometown people off the jack wagon train. 
kudos for starting up your YouTube channel, especially in that state, in that area. As much uh, resistance and pushback that you guys get up there for uh, 2A and firearms, it's bravo for you for pushing on 2A. <laughs> well, that's cool. So, uh, the whole state of Maryland's legislation is throwing on uh, Jack Wagon, I guess. <laughs> Sounds pretty, like pretty, pretty, pretty much. The whole the now, do you guys think that has any legs? Does that bill have any legs to get the imitation gun law passed? I don't think so. My main concern with it, though, is uh, the way Maryland is, is the, the legislators here, they're very persistent at pushing stuff through. So it may not it may not have any legs to it, but that's not the last we're going to see of it, I'm sure. So it will come back again and again. And if it doesn't, they'll just replace it with something else, unfortunately. All right, guys. So there's our jack wagon train for this week. I don't have one. Since I had three last week, uh, I'm kind of letting up on people this week. I'm giving them a break. All right, so let's find out more about Sean and Brian and the 2A Guys and Gear YouTube channel. So what? Uh, tell us how this came to be. What did you guys get started with? shooting together for many years and of course you know we're like everybody else we're watching everybody else's youtube channel we just kept talking you know hey let's do our own let's shoot our own videos and do our own channel and that went on for years <laughs> just talking about and, doing it yeah talking about doing it yeah and uh so finally um one day we just gave it a shot and uh went and got a little camera and and uh did our first video several years is actually shoot enough deer uh, to fill the freezer and to actually sustain herself for the whole year so which is kind of cool so family of five so we eat nothing but deer meat all year round really so uh, yeah i love hunting i love it uh, sean he, he's been out with us once so and it was uh, we had a great time and went wild boar hunting so that was fun they eat bacon too right you don't oh, just man. eat deer meat right no no no, no. That's, that's our primary so <laughs> okay. i haven't bought beef in about four years so it was pretty cool does your wife prepare that, or do you yep, do all yep. the cooking? No, actually, uh, I don't cook at all, so my wife does all the cooking, and uh, she's actually gotten really good at cooking venison. So it takes a little bit of skill since there's no uh, fat on it. It's so lean, so she's gotten really good at it. I was so, going to say, I bet she's probably got some good recipes you could share. Yeah, actually, tonight we uh, just, actually, while we were waiting to get on the show, we actually had a uh, venison tenderloin for dinner, so it was awesome. And 
there was a mix-up on the time, and I apologize about that, guys. It's a complete <laughs> brain fart. I did say 16.30, um, which I was trying to say 6.30 Central Standard Time. So they've been sitting around waiting a, a couple hours now. And uh, we had to jack up with the, uh, the audio there. That's all good. Yeah. So what was your what was your very first video you guys did that you released? Do you remember? So, been doing this for three years, right? Yeah, it's about two and a half, three years. Yeah. Um, so our very first video um, was actually, or is actually our second most popular video. And what we did was we actually compared a 9mm high-point carbine to a 9mm AR-15. And um, the video quality of it, and I guess our presence on camera, really sucked. It's <laughs> <laughs> but it's your most popular video. video. <laughs> I know, right? I know it's got any better. popular video that we have and uh and it's it's i think the reason why is it's kind of a cool video you know we took a at the time what was a 250 dollar gun and compared it to a thousand dollar gun and right. uh, the high point held its own so yeah. they do man those high point carbines i mean even the pistols people give pistols a, a tough time but um there's been several guys that have done some torture test videos and liability videos on those high points and those things just can't you can't kill them shot those carbines before, too, the 9mm carbines. Uh, it was actually when I was way back, before I even got into this, was when I was looking at Kel-Tec 7000, and I was just looking for a 9mm carbine, and I was looking at the 9mm, and they they did great. Yeah, I'll tell you, I think their only downfall is the 10-round magazine. Yeah. If they no. could figure out a way to increase that magazine capacity just to 20, no. you know, I think they would have a, a it would be a winner. Sean's disagreeing. just cosmetic though that could be cured you know uh, dremel tool <laughs> I, I, I don't know um I, I i did one i put it in a, a um they don't make them anymore ati stock yeah it makes it, it makes it look like the um the beretta okay um it fits you got it to fit yeah it's a, well they made it for it but it's, it's made for it oh yeah, okay. the first the first generation high point gotcha um, so but then uh high point just sent us another one to test it's a uh, digital camo uh, high uh, point. We is it a new one? It's a brand new one. Um, we haven't even shot it yet. We've got to go out and do a, do a review on it. So what have they done differently on this one? Um, Added the camo? Oh, yeah, a little bit less. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, even, even Caltech on their Gen 2 70,000s, you know, they kind of they redesigned it a little bit and gave it a, a little different look to it and functionality. are a little bit different with the generation that they have now. Uh, you know, they, they've got the Picatinny rails on them, uh, and, and integral Picatinny rails. They've actually got a really cool, uh, sh I'll call it a shock-absorbing stock, uh, the reduced recoil. Right, uh, they've had that in the past, too, and I, that was one thing that I really liked about mm -hmm. about that, that little spring butt pad thing. Yeah, I think it's an awesome feature. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so, and then I've also got, I think they sent us a, a 4595, if I'm not mistaken, of this. It's the 45 caliber. And oh, man, okay. that thing is awesome. I love that rifle. 
So that's that's definitely a fun gun to shoot. Have they always had a 45? As far as I know, they have. Yeah, I think they've had for a while in here. Okay. I know that people have been after Kel-Tec for about five or so thousand years. They've got oh, yeah. the 40 and they've got the 9.5. Yeah, I, yeah, that would be a winner. We just won't do the, we won't do the 40. You don't like 40? <laughs> You're not 40 no. guys? in my Glock 23 and 27. Uh-uh. I had the 40 uh, Kel-Tec sub 2000, um, but then this guy made me just a ridiculous offer on it, and I said, I sold it. Out the window? <laughs> yeah, but hey, I was trying to keep everything uh, 40, and it had the Glock mag and everything like that, so everything was compatible. Uh-huh. So I need to get another 40. I've got the 9. I need to, or I need to switch everything to 9. I hear you, man. I'll, I'll tell you, that's the key is uh, if reducing the caliber set you have, less yeah. ammo to stock, you know? Yeah, it is. You know, and, and the nines nowadays, it's proven in ballistics. Oh, yeah. Just as effective or more effective than maybe in some cases than the uh, I agree 100%. Yep. But that's just what I cut my teeth on. I like the, uh, I don't know, if you're going to have a, you might as well just get a 45 if you're going to have the 40 or a 10 millimeter. I'll tell you what, man, I have a 10 millimeter. It's a Colt Delta Elite. And uh, that, it's a fun gun to shoot, but, man, that thing's got some recoil on it. So yeah, a little bit of muzzle flip. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it will anchor so, it in the front. Yeah, it doesn't come out very often, that's for sure. There's getting ready to be a whole bunch of 40s come on the market. Uh, surplus. Surplus. <laughs> for, from, from law enforcement? Law, yeah, law enforcement are, yeah. Uh, are getting rid of them. Yeah, I've, I've, uh, I've heard that there's some departments that are doing that. For me, I guess. Yeah. That's right. More for left hand, baby. More for left hand. So <laughs> you guys were at. Let's talk about Big Three East now. Was this your first time there? This was our second time there. So okay. uh, yeah, we went in the. Uh, I guess it was October fifteenth, and then we're back again this year. Okay, cool. So this was my first time there this year, and I mean it was just it was just phenomenal. I had a great time. Uh, enjoyed just everything about it. Enjoyed just being there and just that were there were cool and what was the what was the coolest thing that you guys saw there or did well you know for me i think i guess i want to say two things actually one i think the whole experience to me and all the people there i think that that is just the coolest thing um it's so relaxing everybody there is just so cool to hang out with and talk with so that to me was the highlight of it because it's just so much fun um but as far as guns are concerned shooting uh, the M249 at FNM that they had. Yeah. So that, I'd never shot one before, so yeah. that thing was just so cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I really liked that, uh, the 249 as well. That was, um, well, that, I've shot one when I was in the Marine Corps, but uh, I never shot a semi-auto. Wasn't as fun, but. You guys do a lot of full <laughs> auto uh, videos. Where do you get, where do you get your full auto stuff? Uh, local shop there, you guys? <laughs> is that it's what true. it is? <laughs> yeah, we actually have uh, we actually have three friends of ours that um, they have unbelievable gun collections. Uh, they probably rival most gun stores uh, inventory. Yeah. And uh, all three of them have kind of opened up their, uh, their their collections to us and said, "Use whatever you want." That's awesome. Yeah, and, and the guy that uh, owns the full autos that we've done, um, he actually has a range in his backyard, which is great. <laughs> so uh, is that where you guys do your right videos? 
Uh, somewhat. Uh, here it's lately we have been doing a lot over there, so uh, which is great. And uh, he just lets us use whatever he wants or we want and have at it. So. I saw that video you guys did with the full auto forklift. Oh my gosh! How cool was that? That's a beast. Yeah, it, it was unbelievable. Unbelievable. That was, like I said in the video, it's the one time I never thought I'd ever get to shoot in my life. And uh, sure enough, he, he pulls one out. So. Wow. <laughs> so, yeah, it was uh, – Sean actually did a great job handling that gun. I, I couldn't believe it. Well, you both did. I mean, you were, you were doing the, the first, which yeah, was fun. Yeah. And you didn't do the, the manly balls out and the flag. Probably because so. he's got so many different guns, he just doesn't get <laughs> around to shooting it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. So at um, at Big Three East, there was a company called Frontier Tactical. Did you guys get a chance to talk to them? Yes, uh, that was Nate. Yep. Yeah, yeah, Scott, Scott and Nate. Yeah, good and, guys. And they've got that uh, that system to where you can change out the barrel portion of your AR-15 and run. So, yeah, the Warlock yeah. system, yeah. Yeah, that, when we were there, I was like, oh, yeah, that's kind of cool. And then after we left and I really started thinking about it and I was editing the video, I said, man, that is actually really, really cool. So yeah. it, it it's took a, a little cool bit con- to sink in on me. Yeah, it's a cool concept. And uh, I was fortunate enough to, to interview with these guys during Big 3 East and uh, did some videos as well, and those are going to uh, hopefully coincide with the release of this uh, Nordic Components is an American-owned manufacturing company proud to produce quality products right here in the USA. As a company, we continually invest in our manufacturing capabilities to ensure that all of our products are the highest quality and most efficiently produced parts available. The Nordic Components business consists of two segments, manufacturing and sales. Our manufacturing business works to provide custom machine components for a variety of applications with our specialty being firearm components. The sales business produces lines of branded firearm accessories to enhance and elevate the shooting experience. We are a company owned and operated by individuals devoted to shooting sports, and many of us shoot competitively. We attend and sponsor a number of events around the country each year where we listen to you, the consumer, and are proud to say that all of our firearm components are a direct result of your input. As a firearms accessory provider, our aim is simple. Provide shooting enthusiasts with innovative products of uncompromising performance and reliability. Nordic Components. Check us out at nordiccomp.com. All right, Leadheads, welcome back to our coverage of the 2016, I guess it's a biannual thing, so this is the first installment of the Big Three East here in Daytona, Florida, and we are continuing our interviews. We have two gentlemen in with us now from Frontier Tactical. We've got Nate and Scott. Hey, how are you doing? Nice to meet you. Doing good, fellas. Appreciate you coming in. Appreciate I know you, you, us. you probably uh, appreciate getting out of that heat a little bit. It's nice. It started getting hot today, didn't it? Yesterday wasn't so bad. A little cloud cover yesterday. It's a little warm out there. It's a little warm, a little sweaty. Sweaty. But that's, you know, it just shows the performance of your guns, you know. They'll perform in the heat. Got to yeah. perform in every circumstance. In, in mosquitoes, you know, everything. All kinds of stuff. So tell everybody, introduce yourselves, and then tell everybody about your company, who you are, what you do, where you're from. 
Sure. All that good stuff. So I'm Nate Love. I'm the CEO and owner of the company. I'm here with Scott Gray. He's our CFO, uh, my business partner. Uh, we're the team kind of behind the scenes uh, that run it all. We have quite a few products coming out. Yeah. Uh, we started with our flagship products we wanted to bring out. You guys have a whole table full of products out there. We, yeah, <laughs> quite a few. We do things a little different. So we just bring everything out and you get to fumble through and see what yeah, things it's, are like. It's really cool what you guys are doing. I'm excited to do this interview because I've been wanting to talk to you and get more in depth about it. Um, I got to shoot. Uh, your stuff yesterday. Sure. We did the kind of the B-roll stuff, and we're gonna we're gonna get some more video a little bit later on today or tomorrow. Actually, get you guys talking about it with the hands-on. But uh, describe to our our listeners what it is that you guys do. All right. So we've got uh, our system is called the Warlock, and it is a love that name. Yeah. Thanks. We appreciate it. <laughs> it's an adapter that changes out the barrel nut on your AR-15. It allows you to change out your barrel, which gives you the opportunity to go through all the different calibers that can run through an AR-15. So there's over 60. And I'm talking about all the different oh, calibers. Over 60. Yeah. <laughs> Barrels, bolts, and magazines. Yep. And pistol, pistol calibers, rifle calibers. Uh, we're playing around with some of the other stuff. Uh, nice. There's a lot of stuff in development. Uh, I'll just leave it that the, uh, the patent that we have also applies to the AR-10. Okay. So, so that's something we're going to Coming... Coming down the pike, yeah. yeah. Exploring that this year just yes. makes sense that if you're going to oh, do yeah. on that platform, you got to do it on that platform Absolutely. too, because yeah. you're going to piss those people off if you're not going to do it for them. Yeah. Everybody wants to shoot a three. Don't want to hear no their AR no whining, that. crying babies. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us, uh, tell us, you know, about the system. You know, it's very simple how it works. Right. So our goal was to design it from the ground up as a multiple caliber AR. Um, it's not a simple. It's simple in its operations. It's complex in its design because it has to fit, right. it has to fit into the footprint of a barrel nut, mm-hmm. uh, so that you can run off-the-shelf components, all your rails, your handguards, uh, anything that you want that's already available in the market. So you don't have to buy a proprietary tube from us or anything like that. Right. No build. special handguards or anything like that. Right. right. And it's got to fit in that same footprint. It can't use any tools, and it's got to lock down 100% every time and be accurate. That's the big one because if you don't have an accurate AR, then there's no point in taking your barrel off and putting right. another one on. Uh, so we've done a ton of accuracy testing, tons of caliber testing, uh, probably into the hundreds of thousands of dollars in ammo by now, uh, just to go through everything, because we won't put anything out that we haven't actually tested. Right. Uh, we won't put anything in our kids' hands, then we won't put it in your hands. Um, so, And we designed it to be as solid and rugged as it could be, because if it gets in the hands of a, one of our warfighters, myself being 10-year infantry in the Army, mm-hmm. um, I break stuff. Right. I've seen gear fail. You know, it's going to get banged against a tree, dropped off of a vehicle, out of an aircraft when they jump. You know, it's got to got to be able to survive all that. Right. So, uh, that was that was key for us. So immediately, an application that I was thinking, you know, for for snipers. Absolutely. You know, when they're going through their you know their little nest or their hive where they're going to be set up, you know, clearing it, they could have the short barrel on there. Right. You know, Hiding their long barrel. They can infiltrate in. With have their, their long barrel back in their pack. And then when they get to their, you know, their spot, their nest, then they just pop that one off, put the long barrel on it, and then they're sniping. Sure thing, ready to go. And no one know that, knew that they infiltrated in with a, quote, sniper rifle, because they're all looking for the long gun with the big glass. Exactly, yeah. It takes yep. the target off them immediately. And so. another one goes to, like, the SWAT, where they can uh, go ahead and do the uh, four fifty eight SOCOM. Mm-hmm. 
So they can do their long barrel if they're going to be on a roof, or they can do the 458 SOCOM and knock the door down and take out anybody yeah. with body armor. And that that's the beauty mark I've got on my shoulder this morning is from shooting that sucker yesterday. Oh, she'll <laughs> let you know that you're firing her. It was, it was badass. Didn't I knock down a couple of targets, too, with it? Or is that somebody next to me that did that? I'm pretty sure that was you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we've been knocking, knocking down the targets, targets and now. the range guy keeps getting mad because we're shooting 458 and 50 Beowulf. And he's like, really? Come on. Shoot the further <laughs> ones where there's less terminal energy. I was. That's where I was shooting. I was shooting the yeah. very end when it's still knocking them nope, down. 100 yards knocking the steel down. Yeah. It was awesome. And you know, you talk about the accuracy. Uh, before that, we were shooting, um, what was it, the 300 Blackout? 300 Blackout, the 556. Five, five, right. And we just popped the barrels out each time. And then, like you were saying, the accuracy, I was still on point every time. Absolutely. I think that, the, that your product actually secures the barrel tighter than it does. if it didn't have that. It, it makes it, it more secure. Right. Because what, what you're generally doing is uh, on a regular barrel nut, you're, you're using steel on aluminum threads with a coarse pitch. Um, and so, and then you're stuck with that. However, it was installed to whatever torque that they put on there to get to that next hole for the gas tube. Right. Um, so we haven't changed anything on that side. Our receiver adapter goes on just the same as a normal barrel nut and uses the same wrench even. Mm-hmm. Um, but when we lock down our barrels with our, our system, now we're talking steel on steel threads mm-hmm. with a finer pitch, so there's more torque involved to, to right. accommodate, you know, being able to put it on by hand. Mm-hmm. So it's mechanically appri- applying more torque to it with less torque by, by the operator. Right. So it, it actually is a very secure, very rugged system. Yeah, it absolutely is. And not switching out the uppers. Yeah, you're just changing the barrel. That's so the hand you don't have barrel. To, you don't have to have your separate uh, optics for every upper that you want to run different calibers. And as you saw, switching the calibers at the 100 yards, you're still on paper every time, no matter what caliber we've tested so far. Right. At 100 yards, they all hit. Cool. So then it's a matter of counting clicks or using holdover for you know the longer range shots. Until yeah. Until we're working with an optics company right now, you probably are familiar with. They're uh-huh. one of the major ones that has a contract with the military already. Okay. Um, start with a T and with an N. It does start with a T and N with an N. Okay. And uh, we're working on a multiple caliber optic together uh, to where it does everything within its memory and saves and stores the reticles from where you've fired each caliber. So you push nice. a button and 300 blackout pops up. And that's, that's the first step, but we're also talking about using either IR or RFID mm-hmm. in the barrel itself. So as soon as you put it on there, it adjusts the, the optic for you. Nice. So we're, we're trying to work with technology instead of against it. Yeah. And they're awesome. more than happy to work with us. They love it. Yeah. So we, we kind of talked about this too, you know, this might be putting the, the cart before the horse, but uh, instead of having to switch over to a 308, platform just mm-hmm. modulating the lower or something like that to be able to accommodate just switching out a bolt switching out a we're actually magazine well we're actually doing some crazy stuff on the skunk work side uh, that involves probably an entirely new gun unlike anything anyone's ever seen before okay that's, that's why we say you know departing from the known because that's what gotcha. our company does we're innovative not, technology oh yeah, we're not copying anybody we're going to do it all Love ourselves it. and figure it out did you guys have your own muzzle break uh, we have uh, been using Alpha Omega's muzzle brake. Okay. Um, we were really impressed with the performance, uh, specifically for full auto fire. Mm-hmm. Um, we sh- we shoot that thing over and over, and that muzzle does not climb. It stays right on target. Yeah, it was a it was a nice muzzle brake. 
I didn't know if that was your design or not. Yeah. No, uh, we're we're probably going to be working with him going forward. Uh, okay. Because he's he's got it available in five five six currently, and we want it available for everything. Because, All the calibers. Oh, yeah. yeah. We want to shoot fifty B a wolf full auto and have the muzzle not climb. <laughs> That'd be awesome. I think that'll be a jackhammer for the guys on roadblocks. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, have you guys been doing some suppressor testing with it as well? Absolutely. Yeah, we we've yeah. run it full auto quite a, quite a bit, and then now we're getting into the suppressor side of it to see. Um, we just did. Uh, a pistol uh, pistol build uh-huh. uh, where one of the guys had come in and he wanted the the warlock system put onto his uh, five five six and three hundred blackout pistol barrels right and he had a QD suppressor on his okay uh, so we and that one we actually had to it would make sense that I mean it's just you're adding something onto the end of the barrel so right. it, it shouldn't affect anything yeah we're not we're not reinventing the wheel with that all we yeah. is just behind it. it right yeah and so he he put on a uh, I think it was an AAC yeah, advanced armament core was his uh, QD mm-hmm. uh, suppressor that he used, and, but we had to actually custom modify Troy rails to fit because uh, he didn't want to have to use any kind of tool to get to the QD ratchet underneath the. I got you. So we just we modified that to where it stopped just short of where his suppressor sat once it was on the muzzle right. device. And the Troy rail still mounted up on Perfectly. our unit just fine, so it was uh, a good nice. fit. Yep. It, it looks really nice, and the pictures for that we'll have out on Facebook and on the internet here shortly. But we like to play around with all the accessories and parts and see what works <laughs> and what doesn't. And more. We have to That's the fun part of the job, right? Oh, yeah. Tinkering. We, we just came out with the new uh, handguard caps that allows you right. on a carbine length to run full length rails. Okay. So you don't look at an ugly gas block anymore, and you can run your hand all the way to the end of the carbine barrel and still be holding on to a full length rail. Very cool. And you've got the circle and the, the square? The triangle and the oh, circle. Sorry, triangle. Oh, I got, got distracted there, sorry. Yeah, yeah. triangle. Right. Yeah. Running them both. So basically you're not, wherever the, the shoulder on the barrel profile is now, that's where your handguard cap would get uh, trapped by the gas block traditionally. Right. The front sight post. Uh, the front sight post aperture, more accurately. Uh, so we bypass that. You remove that uh, sheet steel uh, spring steel handguard cap, mm-hmm. uh, and then now you can run all the way past. Um, we have one that's a Picatinny rail gas block, just to show that it'll go. It'll go most over of the handguards will go through all of them, right? Um, but then you bypass that, and then you set it to whatever length you want. So you can run rifle length on a carbine, mid length on a carbine, uh, carbine on a pistol. Cool. And is that available now? Absolutely. Okay. And all your your conversions are available now, right? Absolutely. So these are out to the public. Where can they go <laughs> and get these? It's, it's pretty easy. It's FrontierTactical.com. Easy. And we're easy also feed. on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. All, all the places. social meets. Right, right. We use technology. We've got three, <laughs> different, three different kits we have. You can uh, do your own at home or we can do it for you. And if you would like to do any particular barrel with any particular rail, we will go ahead and build it for you and send it to you. Right. Okay. If you would like your AR swapped out with our system, you can go ahead and send us your upper and barrel and we will swap it out for you for $60, and you pay shipping both ways. Okay. So the cost of the warlock and, you know, all that. What are your kits going to include? Essentially, uh, we're trying to keep it really easy. So we've got three product lines. So we've got the Alpha, the Bravo, and the Charlie. So Alpha, I know there was a whole lot of thought that went into that one. We're more interested in getting (laughs) the product Keep it simple, man. Keep it simple. So Alpha is all plug-and-play. That means we have an upper receiver that already has half of our system, the Warlock, put on it for you. So you don't have to do anything. It's plug-and-play, pin it right to your lower. It's ready to go. 
that upper receiver, we've already enlarged the ejection port. So it'll accept 450 Bushmaster, 458 SOCOM, 50 B Wolf right out of the box. You don't have to worry about, oh, I was shooting 300 Blackout, but now I want to go to a mm-hmm. big four. But now I have to get a different upper receiver and remove it and right. put on the new one. So we, we cut that out. So it's just already installed, ready to go out of the box. Okay. Flat, regular forge flat top level. And then with that Alpha series, we also have completely assembled barrels. Mm-hmm. And there's a myriad of different options and lengths and twist rates. Our primary barrel supplier, uh, we're OEM manufacturer or dealer for Black Hole Weaponry. They're our okay. manufacturer. Yeah. They're very very reputable barrel, barrel company. Absolutely. Yeah. That's who we stick with. Uh, they, they have very good history, very good reputation. And so we love them very much for working with us to get all the different calibers out there. Right on. Um, so then going down to the Bravo series, uh, that's all your do-it-yourself kits. Mm-hmm. So we have the one kit that you can install and retrofit your AR-15 if you like to build guns from parts. And who doesn't? Which I do. Absolutely. <laughs> and so do our lead heads. Yep. Of course we do. So and then so you retrofit that, and then you can purchase uh, the kits to retrofit your your barrel and any additional barrels that you might have that you want to build up to inter- interchange with that. Gotcha. And then the Charlie is basically OEM replacement parts. So they're individual a la carte. You can buy this uh, transportation and shipping cap. You can buy the installation fixture. You can buy all, you know all Just the nick- a la carte. It. If you're diamond. using bolt-on rails, you don't need our handguard retainer. Yeah. So it's just you can pick and choose whichever parts you want to buy. Gotcha. Completely modular. Something something that we probably didn't mention and and should, but uh, you're still having, you know, with the different calibers, depending on what it is, change out the bolt. Correct. So through barrels, bolts, and magazines, and it's fairly common knowledge these days that barrels, bolts, and magazines typically change the caliber for an AR-15. Right. Um, and, And that information, we actually went the extra step and did a lot of research for everyone. And we've got that on our webpage. We have a quick reference guide, and then we have a comprehensive caliber reference. Okay. And that's by caliber, what bolt you need, what magazine you need, whether we've tested through our system or not, uh, whether we feel that it will work through an AR-15. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, like, as an example, uh, the AR-57, uh, that has a – the one that I'm familiar with, it has a magazine that mounts into the upper receiver. Mm-hmm. So it's a non-standard non-mil-spec style upper receiver. So we annotate that because a lot of people don't know uh, that are getting into guns and with as many new shooters as we have nowadays, education is so important. It's one thing to go into your basic AR shooting where you can go and buy a box of gun at the store. He's a basic AR guy. He just got his first one. Right. Some of us have been doing it for a while and we're now in the advanced. Take it for granted, yeah. You know, advanced calculus version of AR-15 stuff. So <laughs> we have to, you know, keep that consideration for some of the guys that are coming in, the gals that are coming in, that, you know, we need to educate them on what does what. So that was a great point about the bolts that you have to change out. Yeah, yeah. I did. I just didn't want people to think that, you know, because <coughs> we, ta- we were just talking about the barrels and the right, uppers, you know, right. and mm-hmm. we forgot to talk about that. When you mentioned that you you mill out the ejection port, that's Correct. what made me think of that. Yeah, yep, absolutely. Yeah. And that's only for the three big bores you need to do that. Other than that, you can just run any standard mill spec AR upper. Right. So we right. so we do try to keep things as simple as we can with uh, uh, the way that we explain things and, and the research that we do for everyone. But it's definitely there's a learning curve. Yeah, uh, you're definitely going to have to do the research and find out okay if i want to shoot this caliber what do i need for that you know and obviously use the right angle yeah. and the right and you guys you guys got it right there on your website absolutely we put down cool. everything that we've used to test gotcha. so like today we found out that let alone we we were running a 6.8 mag to run the 458 socom right mm-hmm. well we found out today that the 458 socom runs great in a single stack follower 450 bushmaster 
Really? And we okay. get that from ASC out of New Britain, New Connecticut. New Brunswick? New Britain, New Brunswick. It's ASC. It's ammunition storage go. components. I know their name. I can look them up. <laughs> Google it. Right. <laughs> I just look at some invoices for all the magazines we bought. What, uh, what's our price range on these? Uh, so this is usually the ABC, the biggest, this Alpha is, Bravo Charlie. Right. This is usually the biggest question that nobody wants to answer. Um, <laughs> we're extremely competitive in, in what we're trying to do. So the retrofit kit, the, the Warlock system itself, is four ninety five. That comes with all the stuff you're going to need to install it. So the installation fixture, your shipping cap for your uh, barrel so it doesn't bend the gas tube when it's going in the back of your bag. Right. Uh, comes with the receiver adapter assembly itself. Uh, and barrel and adapter. The barrel adapter. The handguard cap. Right. So it, or the ring. The ring. The handguard retaining ring. So all that together is four ninety five. You you buy that once. Mm-hmm. Once that's installed, you don't need the installation fixture anymore because you've already got it. and It's reusable as a tool. Okay. It's also a no a go no go gauge to make sure that nothing shifted when you banged it around or something like that. If it doesn't break right. into the installation fixture, then you need to reset it. You know, uh, we are very it's a telltale. It's a fail safe kind of thing. Yes, yeah. we are very hard on our equipment, so we make sure that not only can you bang it up, but if it does come loose, that there's a way for you to figure that out before you go to gotcha. install it. So we've never had them come loose, but even still, I'm not going to put something in my kids' hands. Never say never. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. You buy that once, and then the only thing you need from us after that are the barrel adapters and uh, a complete kit for that. So it's not just the barrel adapter, unless you want to buy just the barrel adapter. Yeah. Uh, we also have the transportation storage caps. So you don't bang up your gas tube. Yeah. Um, we we like to throw that in with the kit so that you don't forget that at checkout. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, I got it all put and together, whoops. and oh, now I need this plastic cap. And now I don't and I do that too, man. Right. Like, I think I got everything, but there's always something I forget. Right. And so, those those are 115 each time for a whole new barrel setup. But right now we have a uh, a deal on the website right. that is if you buy a Warlock adapter kit to retrofit your cell, your own, you get a second kit to do a second barrel for awesome. free. Correct. So awesome. that way you can get your 556-300 blackout right out the gate and yeah. you don't have to buy the extra kit. We did that as an incentive to try to There you go, guys. Now them. is the time to go buy your Warlock kit. Right. Let's move them a little bit. Get people and, into uh, the multiple caliber AR market. And make sure you tell them uh, your lead head. And you go and place your order. Now, they just, it's an on, online cart thing, or they do it over the phone? No, it's all web store. It's okay. e- e-commerce. Well, e-commerce. future, man. All right. Well, I have had a, I've had a couple of people on here that are still old school. <laughs> I mean, if you send me something mail order, it's going to probably go to my wife because I don't even read the mail. All right. It might be a few days before you even see it, right? What's the mail? Exactly. Bills? What are you talking about? <laughs> I don't get those anymore. She does all, all right. that. Well, cool. I got, uh, I got a couple more questions for you sure. before I let you go. Um, and I'll start with uh, Scott. Mm-hmm. When it comes to pop culture, what is your go-to movie, magazine, TV show, song, whatever it may be, that's gun-related? I, I, that's gun-related. That's gun-related. You see, I've been... Help uh, you narrow it down. I, you know, I, honestly, I think the uh, the best time that I've had was uh, we spent some time with Gary O'Neill. Uh-huh. Uh, we spent a little bit of time with him a couple weeks ago, and we sat at his house, and every waking moment, there was nothing but westerns playing on TV. Old westerns? And it was all day and all night. The TV never gets turned <laughs> off, and even when he leaves the house, he doesn't even have a just dog, it so it yeah. just runs. But I uh, I pretty much, over the last 15 years, have had my head buried in my machine shop. Mm-hmm. So as far as 
the TV, I usually never, ever watch anything. Right. And uh, movies, well, I think my wife would probably be really happy to go watch one because it's been seven years and uh, we haven't <laughs> seen one. Okay. So, uh, so you're, not, yeah. you're not a, uh, you know, a watching kind of guy. Yeah. No, it's, uh, you know, the Guns and Ammo magazines. I, uh, mm-hmm. I, I read a lot of those and uh, here and there. And now Nate's bringing them over to the shop all the time that he's uh, he's been hanging out at our facility and, uh, you know, when we're not on the road. So I'd have to say, uh, you know, more or less pretty much any 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 uh, guns uh, magazine there is out there right now. Okay. So. Very cool. You into recoil at all? Uh, a little bit here and there. A little bit? Okay. Uh, I don't have any subscriptions to any of them. Yeah, but, I don't uh, either, but I, I'll pick one up. Uh, like I said, Nate, new, Nate gets most of them. And, uh, yeah, anytime yep. I fly on an airplane, that's uh, pretty much what I do is it's gun magazine. So cool. That's uh, about it. Nate, if sure. you could spend the day at the range with anybody, whether, whether they're still alive, dead, uh, fictional character, a group of people, who would it be? Why do you pick the tough ones? Why don't you ask me the same question you asked Scott? <laughs> You're thinking about yeah. your answer, weren't I, you? I would have said Gary O'Neill. <laughs> well, I get to spend the day at the range with him all the time. So, yeah. But I'm I already did that a like, couple weeks like ago. So, yeah, I'd like to do it again, though. So, yeah, yeah. So, so I'll just say Gary O'Neill because that's too easy that way because he's crazy and we have a lot of fun together. Okay. And, I mean, all right, now pick a fictional character because I want this to be fun. Fictional character. <laughs> um, no offense, Gary. <laughs> probably... Uh, I don't know by name which one would probably be the fastest. I'd have to look that up. But probably someone like Billy the Kid. Oh, yeah. Just to see him quick draw. Yeah. Just to, you know, replay it. Just see if he's really that quick. That would be fun. Billy the Kid. That's a good answer. And and maybe not him, but but someone of, you know, that historical, Mm -hmm. you know. Like Wyatt Earp or something like that. Absolutely. Yeah. That would be cool. Well, very good. Leadheads, make sure you check them out. FrontierTactical.com. And make sure you let them know that you heard them heard about them here on uh, Talking Lit. You definitely right. will. Thank you, sir. Thanks Guys, for appreciate having you us. coming on. And uh, let's go shoot. Let's go. That's what I was told too. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure it's on the way. Yeah, checks in the mail. Yeah, checks checks in the mail. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I just talked to him um, yesterday. So, uh, so yeah, I can't wait to just get it. And, and I really like it. It uh, it ran smooth. It's a it's a good alternative. Um, and if it if it ends up working out well, I'm gonna try to pull them on most of my ARs. There you go. Very cool. I'm definitely gonna uh, slap it on my main AR and give it a good test run, but from the hands-on that I got during the Big 3 East event, uh, I was sold on it. Uh, oh, yeah. Gotta, gotta have one, so loved it. Yeah, it was just so smooth. It was. It was, it was, it was effortless. Yep. Make sure you guys check them out, too, and then uh, I'm gonna be getting the guys from Head Down on, hopefully within the next couple of weeks, and uh, we've done some stuff with the guys from
Michigan. Uh, did you guys get a chance to stop by their booth? No, we did not. And I, I hate to say, but after two years of going, that is one vendor that we missed both times. So oh, okay. I, I really hope next next October we can catch up with them. They're cool guys. We liked them. Yeah. Real laid back. Very cool. Yeah, All right. You know, that's one thing I, I will say with being cool, you know, I think everybody that CJ and Schwell bring to that event, everybody there is just totally awesome. You know, it's easy to talk to, laid back. You know, there's there's nobody there with the ego or anything, you know. So, so that, that makes it so much more, I guess, welcoming, you could say. Yeah. Absolutely. So I think that's a big deal. Yeah. And the food's great, too. That chocolate cake they had there was just, mm. what was the name of that, <laughs> that barbecue place? Sonny's. Sonny's. got their fact to fight you for um i got mine okay sean what uh, is it my, my fact is that steel case ammo will not hurt your ar <laughs> okay steel case ammo will not hurt your ar that's right okay that's a fact the myth the myth is that it, it wears out your barrel in a thousand rounds talked about this a little bit uh, in some past episodes, but yeah, that people still seem to think that shooting with steel-cased ammo is going to wear out your rounds. Yeah, I, I don't get it. Um, I mean, it's it's very, it, it does, it, it's been proven that it does wear more on your barrel, but it's it's inconsequential to, to the rounds that you would have to put through it. To the cost of the 30,000 rounds you have to buy versus the Nobody usually outlives the life of their barrel. Normal, your normal person. Right. I mean, I, I have one that I've put, I'm sure, well over five to 7,000 rounds through. Yeah. And it, it hasn't missed a beat. Yeah, now the fact, the, the, the fact is that shooting the steel ammo through some ARs will gum it up. It won't, it won't cycle through very easily because well, that, you don't that want that, that AR. Stay away from the lacquer coated. Yeah. And what you got? Okay, so my myth, and this is going back to uh, what we talked about earlier in the show, uh, that high points are, or I'm sorry, high point carbines are junk. So I think that we've done, definitely have done our due diligence, uh, and we can prove that they are not junk. Um, we actually have several videos on our channel where we compare the high point carbines to the uh, HK94. Teens in nine millimeter, and the CX4 Storm in nine millimeter, right. and the gun may not be as high quality as an HMK, of course, but it'll go toe to toe with every single one of those guns in accuracy and reliability. The only downfall is that it has that 10, 10 round magazine, so that is definitely a myth as far as I'm concerned. So I think the high point carbine is probably one of the most underrated rifles out there. 
no doubt, and I agree with that. I mean, I've, I've shot several of those, put several rounds through one of those guns, and uh, it shot great. I mean, you, you know, the, the little recoil system they've got in the butt pad, I love that. Right. Yep. Yep. So, uh, you know, I think they're great guns, now. don't get me wrong, I'd much rather have an AR-15 than a high-point carbine, but you know, if you're on a bu- yeah, exactly. you on a budget, you don't know what that is. You can't tell I'm a Caltech whore, can you? <laughs> I see it. I've been, I got I got a Caltech. Oh yeah, I love I love their rifles. I hate their pistols, and they know that. They know I'm not a fan of their pistols at all. But I love their their carbines and their uh, their rifles. They're cool folks. I'm a big fan How about of their uh, what, like the shotgun, the KSG. Yes, yeah, I love. I want to get one of those too. I just. Uh, Sean's got his, and uh, we've done a few videos with it, so it's a, it's been a fun gun to shoot. I'm pushing hard to get the RDB. That's that's the one oh. I want next. The RDB. Oh yeah. So hopefully I can get that one in here in the next couple months. Just awesome. Talk to Chad about projecting <laughs> to happen. But all right, guys, good facts to fight the miss. Appreciate you bringing those in. I think we had one in the last couple of shows, so I'm sure our listeners are, are good to hear the the miss are back. So let's talk a little more about YouTube. And I'm not going to run through every question, but we've got a, a list of questions that we ask our new guest. And I'm going to hit you with the first one: is how did you originally get involved with firearms? This is for both of you. Right. Okay. I'll uh, I'll take it first. Um, for me, my first experience, uh, I, I still remember it to this day. Actually, and I was four years old. I was with my mother, father, and brother, and we were actually in West Virginia, um, property we owned there. And we had my grandfather's Winchester 290, I believe it is, 22 caliber rifle, and we were just plinking uh, out in the middle of the woods. So remember to this day, um, my brother actually owns that rifle now, and it's in his collection, which is cool. Oh, um, yeah. So that was my first experience, and ever since then I've been hooked. So I love it. Is that a bolt? It's a semi-auto. A semi-auto, okay. Yeah, so, and you know, I'm four years old, so length of pool was way too long, so I had the uh, the butt of the gun underneath my armpit, <laughs> and uh, my dad told me back, you know, and it was it was a mess, but uh, I had <laughs> a blast. <laughs> Russian shoot, man. That's how the Russians shoot. <laughs> In the movies. Yep, and actually, you know what? I still have the picture. My mom took a picture of me shooting it, so I uh, awesome. still have the picture to this day. Yep. How about you, Sean? Uh, my first shots were with my grandfather. Um, I think I was six, seven years old. To go, uh, grew up in Maryland, so my dad would ship us off for the month to Ohio to um, spend a month with our grandparents. Yeah, and um, that's how that started. So was that with a shotgun? No, with a uh, with a little twenty two started out. Okay. What was the? Now, do you hunt, Sean? Did you say you hunt? <laughs> no, not really. We weren't not board much. hunting. Um, yeah, not a. Not I was a big gonna hunter. say, um, Brian, what was your first game hunt that you did? Your first. Oh, uh, gosh, that was uh, that was squirrel hunting um, on public hunting land. And surprisingly, we actually uh, we found a squirrel there because uh, it was so over 100. And that was with my Remington 870 Express, which was also the first uh, gun that I bought myself. Okay. So, yep. So that was the yep, first one you it. could say was yours. That's it, yep. 
So, yep, I remember I was out with my brother. So, one day after school, we went out and uh, went hunting. So, it was cool. What was your first gun, Sean? First gun or first? First one that you bought yourself. comes to pop culture, what's your go-to, whether it be a movie, a song, a magazine, a TV show that's gun-related? Brian. Uh, you know what? I'm not big into TVs or movies, honestly. Um, actually, what I, I go to, my go-to, is uh, MarylandShooters.com. It's the, uh, the local state forum, uh, shooting forum, and I've been on there for, gosh, I don't know, five or six years now. And I uh, made, made a lot of great friends with people, um, a lot of connections with gun shops around town. So and that's, that's my go-to uh, when I need to kill time or just sit on the couch and do nothing. I just pull up the iPad and get on Maryland Shooters. So that, that's my thing. That's your getaway thing. Yep, exactly. How about you, Sean? Walking Dead. Yeah. <laughs> that a boy. <laughs> Can't get enough of it. So what do you, what do you think about Negan? His whole but, uh, his whole introduction, that whole that for those who haven't seen it yet, because we're not going to give anything away, but uh, that <laughs> it was chilling, man. Yeah, just yeah. And then, I just didn't like the fact they left you hanging. He was dead. Well, that's why they call it cliffhanger. Yeah, that's you true. Know? <laughs> <laughs> they want you to come back and watch again. You know. Uh, I will be back. <laughs> it's kind of a trick they do in TV to get you to come back for the next episode. this uh, show the other night it was uh, 1123 no 112263 that's the name of the the show it's like a, a Hulu or something like that original I, I saw the first episode it's good yeah it's yep. really good it's got that uh, what was the guy's name that played um, he was in one of the Spider-Man movies but he was uh, Green Goblin was in that funny movie with uh, Seth Rogue, uh, Seth Rogen, where they went to right. Korea. Right, he's been a lot of Seth Rogen movies. He's also in that one where they're uh, the house next door, where they do all the partying. Why can't I remember his name? What's his name? I can't remember his name either. I mean, we could Google it right now, but that would that wouldn't be on point. That would take effort. Yeah, it'll come to us <laughs> anyway. It's like a little mini series. It's based on a Stephen King book. Right. But basically, what it is is they find this way to go back to a certain point back in 1963, and it's the same point every time you go back. And they try to prevent basically the assassination of Kennedy because they think it's going to make the world a better place. Right. And you can imagine what happens with that. But it, yeah, it was a good, good series. It wasn't Did really gun. Well, it's kind of gun related. It's kind of gun related. Yeah. Did you watch the whole series? Yeah, I watched the whole series. something that's done and like binge watch it. That, yeah, that's what I do. <laughs> if if I try to start something new, you know, that's going on right now, 
go back and watch it, you know, every week. I can't do that. It never happened. So, so what is your what is your next gotta have, uh, wanna have bucket list you got now? got to be one in particular. The M14, um, the M16. <coughs> uh, I mean, I could go on. All right, if you had the M14 and the M16 sitting there side by side and you only pick one, which one would you take? Uh, shit. I'd take the uh, M14. Yeah, M14. Yeah, I'd go with the M14. What about you, Brian? So are we talking bucket list like uh, once-in-a-lifetime gun that I, I wish I could own? Reality. Yeah, we're going to go fantasy next. This is reality. Okay. So, honestly, what I want to do is I don't want a gun. What I want to do is actually next on my list. Um, I have, it's actually in one of our videos, uh, we did the High Point 3595, and we compared it to actually a uh, Tommy gun, and that was the Thompson M1. Um, and, unfortunately, that Tommy gun has a 16-inch barrel on it, and it's just, it's embarrassing to take out because it's, it's supposed to come with, what is it, I think, a 10-and-a-half-inch barrel. So the next thing I want to do um, is get a good form on and actually have it SBR'd Sweet. and make it right again. There you go, make it right. Get you one of those big yep. drum magazines for it. You know, the M1 won't, it won't accept the drum. So Why not? It's stick mag, yeah, it's stick mags only. So, oh, okay. Yeah, that was the uh, the, late, the later uh, iteration that was brought in during the end of World War II. Yeah. I guess when they're trying to cut costs and things of that nature, speed up production, they eliminated the, the drum and it was stick mags only. So, yeah. So that's that's next on my list of things to do. Okay, what's your fantasy? Price be damned, laws be damned. You know what? <laughs> this is actually a funny one. It, it's something that a lot of people probably want to pick. But ever since I was in junior high school, I, I've wanted an 1860 inner repeater. And uh, what were those? 44 rimfire, I think. So um, you know, but the originals are like fifty, sixty thousand dollars. They're insane. Um, so they've made uh, the Italian knockoffs for years, um, and then Henry Repeating Arms uh, out of the U.S. here, uh, they actually introduced one a couple of years ago, and they're like seventeen or eighteen hundred dollars. So, but I would love, oh my gosh, I would love to have an original. It would yeah, be unbelievable. That would be awesome. Yep. Sean, uh, my fantasy gun would be the backpack minigun. <laughs> <laughs> the one like in Predator. Jesse the Body Ventura. A total douchebag. Tears it up. Yeah, if you're going to run it, you might as well run it all the way. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that would be awesome. It's also got to have the, the round counter on it. The round counter? <laughs> so you know when you're empty? That's it. As if it would matter after you dumped it anyway. Yeah. No, there shouldn't right. be anything left standing after that. Awesome. So, if you could spend the day at the range with anybody, whether they're still alive, dead, fictional, who would it be, or a group of people? Um, I could. Uh, I would spend the day with my grandfather uh, one last time. Okay. Get a chance to shoot with him again. What about fictional? Um, you. Me. <laughs> That is fictional. <laughs> I don't even want to spend the day at the range with me. What about you, Brian? I'm going with Jerry Mitchellack. So um, I, I think that would be so fun to shoot yeah. with him for a day. Not only because what you could learn from shooting with him, 
Uh, but he just seems like in the videos that we've seen with him, he seems like he's a fun guy to hang out with. Yeah, that's so, what everybody I, says. Yeah, yeah. I, I would love to shoot with him. I just love to get him on the show. I got to get him on oh, the yeah. show. I just, yep. I'm scared. <laughs> he's one of those people that I, I'm actually intimidated to to try to make contact with. I don't know why. I mean, he's he's such a nice guy, and everybody says he's just he's buddy good. And yeah, he's, we talked to him. He's hooked in with my sponsors, so it should be pretty easy. Yeah, no doubt. What do yeah, you say? We, uh, we met him actually last year at the NRA show. Uh, you know, there was a line of only like ten people to stand there and shake his hand and get their picture, picture taken with him. Oh yeah. So I was like, holy cow, man! Ten people deep. That's it. So yeah, I'm in. He yeah. was still there. Got a got a great picture with him, and uh, he, he was a cool guy. Very yeah. cool. Well, guys, it's been a pleasure having you on the show. I greatly appreciate you taking the time and your patience. Uh, sorry about all the confusion with the, the times. Utah Video, uh, thank you for having us. Yeah, we appreciate it. It was a great time. Yeah, man, I'm definitely going to get you guys back on, and uh, maybe we can uh, do some videos together or something in the near future. we got a little distance between yeah. us between Maryland and Tennessee, but, you know, with events like NRA, and uh, we're going to be at the Big Three East again together, so we'll have some opportunities coming up soon. Absolutely. So how can people get in touch with you? Uh, I know you guys, obviously you've got the YouTube channel that people definitely need to go to and subscribe and and check out your videos. You guys got websites, Facebook pages? So, yeah, we uh, we, we just actually started a website. It's uh, 2aguysingear.com. And uh, so basically what that is, that's a a way to get in touch with us easily. Um, It's also going to have our latest video uh, put on there plus links to our YouTube page as well. So definitely check that out. And then something else that we're starting on there, um, we have a blog section. So I'll be writing a blog. I'm hoping to do it once a week. And then we're also going to have a couple of guest bloggers as well. So that that page or that section of the website should start filling up fast. And we were talking off air uh, about this before we started. And uh, these guys, they don't do this full time. They're like like me. They've got other careers. They've got families. This is starting off as a hobby for them. Uh, it takes a lot of work to get this stuff done. Doing websites, doing Facebook pages, doing blogs, editing videos, finding the time for products. It, it takes a lot of time. So make sure you guys, when you go watch the videos, tell them how much you appreciate it. Uh, and that means a lot to us. When I, whenever I hear some feedback from, from the leadheads, uh, how much they enjoyed an episode or an interview that I did, it just it, it makes it all worthwhile. And, you know, I've had I some – guys, I've had some audio problems and, you know, stuff I'm trying to work out. When you hear, you know, if, if you have problems with, with audio or, you know, any of my videos or anything like that, let us know because, again, you know, we're – most of us are one-man operation, two-man operation, and, you know, it's hard for us to – with the editing and everything else, we, we've got or we're having issues. Uh, it's hard It's hard for us to find out, you know, it's – find out six months later, you know, we've been doing this wrong for six months, then it's kind of a bad reflection of it. So if you guys hear it, get in touch with us as soon as possible. Let us know if there's issues or problems. Or the converse of that, if there's something you like, let us know. You know, that means a whole a whole world to us too. And always leave the, the feedback on iTunes, YouTube, uh, wherever there's places for you to leave feedback, comments, and things like that. Take part. That's what matters. Yep, absolutely. And I'll tell you, I, I got to say, just kind of piggyback on that a little bit. Uh, we, we bought a new camera recently, 
and uh, we were having audio problems for, oh my gosh, probably 20 videos, and we didn't realize it until we got a comment. Someone says, hey, you guys are in mono, not stereo. So, you know, we had to troubleshoot it and figure it out. But you Right, know, that's my point man. right there. It's like, catch us and before we get too far into it. You know, if we're doing yeah. something, you know, we're not experts on this stuff. You know, we're trying to concentrate on the, the person or the gun or, you know, whatever we're doing right there. And, you know, a lot of us don't have the technical background. So, uh, exactly. We, we welcome, you know, opinions, tips, tricks, whatever you can do to, to make us better professionals. Yep, absolutely. Yep, I so, agree. And going along with that, make sure you, you support our sponsors, you know, the people that help us make this possible, along with you guys, our subscribers. Uh, Nordic Components, check them out at nordiccomp.com, Cobalt Kinetics, cobaltkinetics.com, uh, X-Steel Targets, uh, make sure you check them out at xsteeltargets.com. X-Steel Targets. United, you want to get our swag, our t-shirts, you go to 1776united.com. I got a uh, suggestion from one of the leadheads the other day to get them made in black or OD green so that the military can wear them with their uniforms. So uh, that was a good suggestion. I'm looking into having that done as well. Uh, trying to get our hats started back again also. But uh, keep, keep an eye. Uh, go to 1776united.com. They've got other cool stuff there that you can get. Nordic Components has got a new line of shirts and patches, too, so go, go check those out. Very cool stuff. Oh, uh, and the contest, the big, uh, our 150th episode celebration. Uh, I'm getting closer to getting everybody uh, in on that. I've had so many companies that wanted to take part. Uh, thank You can thank Andrew for this. Uh, without his suggestion on that show, I wouldn't be doing this. But we've got Dipstick. Hydro Dip in right now. We've got Nordic Components. We've got Cobalt. We've got Palmetto State. We've got Aculus Defense, Glock, Colt, Cantu Bruner, CAA, Apex Tactical, Devil Dog Concepts, Tactical Walls, and I know I'm forgetting a couple other people, but uh, I've just gotten everybody nailed down on what all the prizes are going to be. So now uh, I've got to come up with a platform for how we're going to do it. I'm thinking about, have you guys ever seen those set up the contest and the giveaways and you've got to go and subscribe to the yep. all yeah. the people's pages and stuff yep. and every time you do you get a uh, entry you get an entry i want to set up something like that so i, I got to figure out how to how to go about doing that but that's how i think i'm, I'm going to do it that way we're going to have a lot of winners uh, we've got a lot of lead heads out there and i want to try to spread these prizes out to make sure that uh, you know i can't give everybody something but a lot of you guys are going to win some stuff from this contest so it's going to be pretty cool guys appreciate you being on uh, go check them out at 2a and that's to the letter a guys and it's a and d gear right yep that's correct 2a guys and gear.com and then on youtube it's the same.